you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live. Until then, we're still in New York City. It's Monday, a beautiful place to be for football. Monday, October 24th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Packers Commanders. The Packers have scored 10 points over their last six quarters. They can't score, and they have a two-time reigning MVP, really a four-time, but two in a row. Taylor Heineke is starting for the Ron Rivera Commanders. They really need a win. They want to save the season, get involved here. Aaron Rodgers loses 23-21. to 21. That's a, uh, one of just many questions. Let's go to the man. Let's go to number 12, Aaron. Listen, check out this response. Aaron, do you feel like this Packers team can still make a run this year? Right, it does. I'm not, I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us. Uh, this week, you know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo and Sunday night football, the chance to get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us. That's what you're going to go with? That might be the best thing for us. It, it was an ugly loss for yeah. Rodgers and the Packers. Um, interesting comments from Aaron Rodgers. After all the things that he has said over the last couple of weeks in the back-to-back-to-back losses, that's the one that he's going to go with, that this might be the best thing for us. Who wants to tee this one up first? Who wants to take a bite off the old bone? Peter? They're not a fun watch. So at <laughs> least if you're like, – they're, they're really rough to watch. Rough. And let's give the commanders their respect because what Terry McLaurin did to Jair Alexander yesterday should be on a, on a poster somewhere Dang. down in the beltway. But to talk about the Packers, they went 0 for 6 on third downs. They converted two third downs, uh, but it was only because of like – legal use of the hands of the other team. 0 for 6 on third down. They didn't have any ingenuity on it. And on those 0 for 6, the last time a Packers team has gone 0 for 6 on third down, 1999. Mm. LaFleur was in in college and Rodgers was in high school. They've got no sizzle, no spark. Their offensive line had four different position players than last week's offensive line. You've got no deep threat. They don't even try to go deep at, at these points. 
I could list the things. That, so when Roger says, like, you better believe it, we're coming for Buffalo, I have a hard time having any faith this is, this is going to be the case. Because in recent years, we've seen the relax, the R-E-L-A-X. We've seen him kind of give his confidence. I think feel. we can run the table. I think we're going to run the table. That's All that This one feels like we're trying to muster it up, but with what? You said Aaron Jones is a great – they don't use Aaron Jones as much as they possibly mm-hmm. should. Um, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like an MVP, certainly not a two-time MVP right now. I, I could point the finger in a million places, and I think you could be right in doing it also. The defense – it's been terrible, too. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think what you said was so true. He's trying to muster something up. And for them right now, it's mildew or barbecue, one or the other. you got to choose. For them, you're going Sunday night football in Buffalo, Josh Allen, and how good they are. But I kind of like that, he said. I think this so far this season, we've gotten the dejected Aaron Rodgers. is kind of negative when he's talking to the media. They're, they just kind of feel sour. And him saying that, it's true. You have to find something to rally around because they go into Buffalo, and like he said, a chance to get exposed. They've already been exposed this season. But on prime time, they have a chance to get their doors blown off if they don't come ready to play against this Buffalo Bills. Not only offense with Josh Allen, but how well they've played on defense. So I like that Aaron Rodgers said this whole Hopefully it motivates the guys, gets them going. But, I mean, I see them going down to Buffalo. I don't think it's going to be pretty at all for mm-hmm. them. This was really an uncomfortable game to watch. Like, defense, like, tried to step up. And I, I almost hate that the offensive line has had to shuffle around the way that they have for Green Bay because it kind of gives you an out or an excuse to just do what you don't want to do, which is look at Aaron Rodgers and say, what internation is going on here? It, please tell us. And don't tell us how you can turn it around or if you can. Point to the problem, and and a shuffling offensive line kind of allows you some wiggle room. Like, well, they would have had it figured out if we didn't have guys playing different positions. Like, no, there are bigger issues going on here. There are so many issues that it doesn't seem like this is a team that can figure it out. This is like us as a group, as a football-watching fandom, breaking a habit of asking Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, how can you make it better? Because you guys always seem to be able to figure it out, but, like, Neither of those teams feel like they're in a figure-it-out kind of situation. And I, I did it. I did something yesterday I recommend certain fans do. You watch Red Zone, and I love Red Zone, and it mm-hmm. bounces around, and it's great. I finally said, what is going on with the Packers? I'm turning off Red Zone, and I'm going to Sunday Ticket. I'm going to watch Packers, Commanders, no Hanson, no Octobox, just the game, because I need to see really. And there's just, um, it's so flat and so tedious. Yeah. And Rodgers seems, we've gone from watching him for years it just looks so easy. And every time he drops back, you're like, oh, well, this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Every time he drops back now, you're like, there's no way this is going to work. There's no confidence. The only player in the offense that, outside of Rodgers who has any, any pop at all is Aaron Jones. That's, mm-hmm. He's the only one. And he's great. And they just don't get it to him much. So I feel like the whole, oh, maybe that's the best thing for us, is emblematic of also what he's doing on the field. He's kind of just taking a shot at something. Like he, he does, he's got nothing. Like, what, what do you want me to give you guys? We suck right now. We can't win. Maybe this is a good thing. Last week we tried. I think we need to simplify things. Mm-hmm. This week he also said, maybe I need to do more things out of the pocket. It's he's speaking like he's playing, and I've got nowhere to go, guys. So I'm just gonna kind of take a shot, and maybe somebody catches it. But when you actually watch the game, they're so bad and so flat. And it's not just the defense. It's LaFleur. I don't know when he's going to start coaching him up. But, like, Rodgers is a lightning rod, and I get it. There's nothing around him at all. It's flat as hell. They you know, look bad. They wake up this morning. They are three and a half games behind the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Vikings already have the tiebreaker mm-hmm. from their win. Three and a half games before Halloween. And that could have been such a shift because the Vikings didn't play this weekend. They yeah. could have they could have had an edge that wasn't there. Washington. Jets versus Broncos. 
Russell Wilson is there, but he's not going to play. And as the broadcaster Ian Eagle was explaining, he found out Saturday morning that he probably wasn't going to be able to go, and it was Brett Rippon. But early in this game, gosh, Brees Hall, so good. They call him the pit bull in the Jets building. He unfortunately would, sounds like, tear his ACL and be out for the rest of the season. But the Jets do get the win. Zach Wilson did just enough, 5-2. and two. We'll talk more on the Jets this week. Yeah, Brees Hall has been so fun to watch. Lamar Jackson, another guy that's fun to watch. But the Browns would have a chance to tie this game up. K. York from 60 yards is no good. Before that, they were called for a false start that it didn't look like anyone moved. But that's for another topic. The Ravens will win the game 23-20. to 20. Well, Let's go to the Raiders here. That's Josh Jacobs. Kyle, we talked about it. On the trading block in the summer, he might be the best running back in football this year. Raiders fans, we see you. They were up against it here. One and four coming into the this. the Hall of Fame game that they're running the He's playing. Yes. He's playing. Yes. What are they doing? In August against the Jaguars. Yeah. Josh Jacobs had like 45 carries to showcase him. Meanwhile, He's carrying this team. 38 to 20, big win for the Raiders. I don't know if I told you guys this last week, but this was my favorite game of the week. I talked about it every segment of every show. And did he live up to it? Nah, not really. I mean, the Bengals were great. Take nothing from them. The Falcons scored some points. They kind of got on the board and everything, but this was a Bengals day, and they are 4-3. And don't let them get hot. Might be too late. It was Joe Burrow's <laughs> favorite game of Sunday. That's I bet. Sure. I really looked like out it. of his mind. Yeah. Uh, time for Will Selva okay. out on the West Coast. Will, you got the news for us? What's going mm -hmm. on? Yes, I do. Uh, I'll tell you what's going on. My cravings, my hankerings for a smash burger that you had talked about, Talk about earlier this hour. <laughs> I am out oh, here no. on the West Coast. Smashburger Twitter is real. Smashburgers oh, only gosh. move the soul of the meat to the edge of the patty, whereas heavenly, crispy edges can be appreciated fully 100. That from Big Benny. Don't know if he's from Hohokus, but he feels the same way I do, uh, craving a smash burger. So thanks, Jamie. No problem. They were a fantastic. Uh, I am hungry. I'm starving, which is uh, not newsworthy on this show. It always is happening. Will, you must have some other things that we can chat about. But yeah, moving the moving the crispiness and like the beauty of the burger to the edge of the patty is a really glass half goes. full glass half She's full in. way to look at it. She's in. I have committed to the smash mm. burger. She going, uh, the Packers and Commanders, talk about two teams going in opposite directions. The Packers have dropped three straight. The Commanders have actually won two straight. Our very own Stacey Dales caught up with Terry McLaurin, wide receiver for the Commanders, and talked about the big win afterward. That was a tough win for our team. Um, the ball in our hands to try to win the game to get some first downs. We needed to do that. And I think we did that. And, um, you know, to be put in a position to go win the game, you know, that's humbling for me because that's all I work for. That's all I grind for. And for Taylor to throw me that ball with the game on the line, that's what I wanted. You know what I mean? The coach tells you to bet on yourself, and I'm going to bet on me. You know what I mean? My teammates bet on me. I bet on them. So, um, you know, we got two wins going, and we're going to Indy next week and uh, see, can we, see can we get another one. You told me this week, win at all costs. That's yeah. the quarterback, Taylor Heineke. Yeah. How about that performance today? Yeah, you, you could tell his, his, his confidence gained more and more as the game went on. You know, we had some negative plays, but uh, we didn't get shook. He didn't get shook, and uh, once we hit that, that big play for a touchdown, it was like we were rolling after that. And, um, you know, that guy just plays with so much tenacity and heart, and um, you can feel the energy in the stadium throughout our team. And the Dolphins celebrating the 50th anniversary of their 1972 undefeated team at halftime of last night's game against the Steelers. Members of that team joined by season ticket holders and presented with a special commemorative watch marking their historic season. 
They also were treated to autographed footballs by Kyle Brandt saying, I'm with you. I'm for 17 and 0, Jamie. Those commemorative footballs from Kyle Brandt supporting that 17 and 0 team were big for them. <laughs> I had some opinions on the Dolphins. It's, yeah. is that where it's fine. Yes, some people did. didn't like them. So Unassailable, yeah. the Dolphins of 72, apparently. I, I guess so. You can't have opinions on that. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I'll double down and triple down, but this is not the show for it. Believe me. I love you, though, Will. Yeah. Uh, it's 2% milk. Like, it's not whole fat. It's, like it's not scam. Like, you're just, like, right in the middle there. You're By just... the way, I think the Dolphins might toast in champagne if I ever lose in our GMFB Jam segment, which I don't think I'm going to. Oh. Now you're feeling yourself. I, I know. I am. Slow down, pal. You see my record? Slow down, I'm just, pal. Like, wipe the floor with Jason going to be doing the gritty or something. Soon. Relax. Oh man! Speaking of the gritty, should we take it to Germany? Because we're going there. The NFL's growing roster of international games has a new destination this year to commemorate the occasion. The league is partnering with Bundesliga, Germany's top-flight soccer league, for a unique opportunity for fans of every type of football. The NFL is headed to Germany for the first time, and you could get in on the action. We're sending one lucky fan plus three guests to Munich to watch Tom Brady and the Bucks. Take on DK Metcalf and the Seahawks. Winning fans will enjoy a week in Munich that also features a Bayern Munich European football match. No purchase necessary. To enter and for rules, visit NFL.com slash Munich sweepstakes. That's such a great contest that you should try to participate in. In addition to everything that you could win, the winner will also get to attend a live taping of Good Morning Football. Rich Eisen said it yesterday that our show is going, and when Rich says it, it becomes real. So head to NFL.com slash Munich Sweepstakes to enter said contest. Coming up on our show, whose Week 7 performance is most deserving of a GMFB game ball? We're going to give our game balls out later on. Plus, it cannot be a Monday. With a little toe drag swag, Nathaniel Eugene Burleson joins us next to break down his favorite. Pickens had a nice one. Does it win? Don't go anywhere. We'll find out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet.
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning, football! If you were watching CBS yesterday, you saw this guy, because it wouldn't be a Sunday afternoon without Nate Burleson in his chair, looking smooth, breaking it all down, and it wouldn't be a Monday morning on Good Morning Football having him on the show. You know him from, obviously, the show he's on there. You know him from CBS News. You also know him from Slime Time on Nickelodeon. Nate Burleson, welcome back. What's up, baby? How you doing? It's Monday, a great weekend of football. How you doing, Shregs? I'm doing great. Let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs, who many analysts yeah. were picking the other team to win this one at home, especially with McCaffrey now on the San Francisco roster. But there's the Chiefs doing what the Chiefs do. What kind of statement do you think all Kansas City made in Santa Clara with that win? It was big. Last week they lost at home a tough one against the Bills, and then they're facing um, the, the 49ers at home. You got Christian McCaffrey looking clean with that. 23 retro 49ers jersey on, by the way, and they used him immediately in that game. But it was the Chiefs. They're figuring it out. It's that time of the year, right, where we start looking at the Chiefs week in and week out, and we have to ask ourselves the same question. Is this the most explosive offense in the NFL? McCall Hartman looks good. You know, there's times when he's out there doing his thing, and you're like, Tyreek who? And that's not any disrespect to Tyreek Hill, but he's so fast, so explosive that you're thinking to yourself, they don't need Tyreek Hill because they have so many weapons. And shout out to Juju Smith-Schuster, who all of a sudden found his mojo. He got over 100 yards. He gets in the end zone, making big plays. He's McCall Hartman doing his thing. But for me, it's this offense now just showing its variety. You know, it's scary when you watch the Chiefs win a game in the fashion that they won it in, and they didn't have to feed Travis Kelsey four touchdowns in the red zone. They are as good as ever, and they're just now catching their rhythm. So I can only imagine what they're going to look like a month from now. Yeah, Nate, the Chiefs are in the danger zone, absolutely for anybody that they play coming up. But it's been really yeah. fun watching these teams in New York roll the last couple weeks. Jets, Giants, yeah. they both walk away with wins in week seven. Which of these teams do you have more confidence in right now? With all due respect to the Jets and, and how exciting it's been to be a Jets fan out here in New York and New Jersey, um, I just see Daniel Jones doing more for his offense than Zach Wilson is. So I'll go with the Giants. Daniel Jones is, is starting to look in the mirror. And, and I think years ago, a couple of years ago, maybe even last year, he saw a cub. Now he's looking in the mirror and he's seeing a lion. And he's roaring loud. He's doing it all. You know, he's making plays downfield, showing off that arm. But then he's using his legs, showing off that athleticism. Come on, man. With, when you're out there ripping defenses apart, making all the throws and taking care of the rock, but then you put down 100 yards on the ground as a rushing quarterback, that's impressive. You know, and I, we, we think this offense is based around Saquon. Saquon is the vehicle. Saquon is the, he's the one that gives it its go. But the driver's seat is Daniel Jones. Uh, so I really love what they're doing. And it's some quality wins, by the way. Packers, Ravens. 
And then this Jags game, if you actually watched it, the Jags were playing very well like they have been doing all year. They were up on the Giants. One of those moments where you're looking at yourself saying, is this the same old Giants or this is a new team? And they went out there. It wasn't the prettiest of games, but they won. And look where they're at now. They're legit, man. I like what the, what the Giants are doing when it comes to their confidence. We all do, Nate. And this is what's fun about having you on. About seven minutes ago, you texted me a meme. And I'm not going to reveal what the meme is or what, what the punchline is. And what it's one of these Michael Jordan. And I took that personally. And I'm not going to say the punchline because that's private. <laughs> However, I would think if anyone would be taking some things personally right now, Nate, it might be Tom Brady. Tom Brady is on a three and four football team. He hasn't been below 500 yeah. in 20 years. I think it was back when you were in the league. I'm not even kidding. What in the hell yeah. is going on with the Bucs? It seems like these guys are sliding in the wrong direction. And, and it's odd to me because he has all of his receivers at his disposal. We were just coming off of talking about the Giants, right? You, you have Kenny Galladay down, Kadarius Tony down, Sterling Shepard down. He doesn't have his receivers at, as, at his disposal, but guys are stepping up. You look at Tom Brady. He's throwing wide open balls to Mike Evans, who's legit. Don't get me wrong. Could be a Hall of Famer one day. Um, you got Godwin out there on the field. He has his playmaker just that close to being as good as we know they can be, but they're not. And on top of that, he's taking shots. Is it just me or – or does it seem like Tom Brady is getting hit more now than ever? And it's taking him even longer to get up off the ground. I'm not doing the whole father time has finally caught up with him. But I am saying he can't take this many shots at this age. I mean, th there's all of these breakdowns in the passing game. Leonard Fournette has been bright spots at times in this offense. But it just seems like they don't have it, man. And I hate to say it, and, and maybe it's too early to hit that red panic button. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady, they have a couple of more games like this. You might as well book your vacation. You said it, and he has his weapons. He has his guys out there. That wide receiver position, one that we love to watch. Yeah. And we had our toe drag raider turned on, and last we night, did. the rookie from yeah, Georgia, yeah. George Pickens, he gave us an incredible touchdown catch. Nate, you're our expert. Please yeah. break this one down for us. Yeah, NFL young boy is out here gooning on these D-boys, masking <laughs> up and getting busy. Because when he lined up, it's one-on-one. -on -one. You think it to yourself, this either has to be a slant or a fade. They throw the fade ball to him. He goes up, high points the ball, turns around. I want to show this other angle. Watch. High points the ball, turns around, finds the sideline, and he's able to get those two feet down. I mean, I just feel like they got to give him more opportunities. He already had that nasty Odell-like one-handed catch, and when he's matched up against DBs that are shorter than him, can't jump as high, it just seemed like it's easy money right now for this young man. He is going to be a prime-time wide receiver in this league. You know he's doing his thing when there's rumors floating around about Chase Claypool being on the trade market. Chase Claypool just got there. So if George Pickens is, is giving the Pittsburgh Steelers that much confidence that they're willing to trade away a guy who got busy over the last couple of years, you know he's doing what he needs to do. Yeah, and, and, and Lamar and the Ravens are doing what they've got to do. They've now pulled yeah. out another late-game win after yeah. we thought they might give it away. They've been so up and down in the fourth quarter. They closed the door yesterday in a big one against the Browns. Do you feel like seeing that version of the Ravens, the defense getting the stop at the end, Lamar playing well, is the version that we'll see moving forward? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the fourth quarter. Top five in the NFL were giving up points in the fourth quarter. I believe it's 60-plus points. So they were having these absolute collapses, games that they were in, games that they were winning, games that they had opportunities to close out, and they just weren't doing it. It seems like the offense was making mistakes. They started to stub their own toes, and then the defense was just hemorrhaging points. It wasn't pretty. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. I mean, Lamar Jackson didn't light up the board statistically, 9 for 16, 120 yards. But 
He took care of the ball. Might not have had three or four passing touchdowns. He didn't have the big Mark Andrews day, but they got the win. And sometimes that's all that matters. You get a win within the division, and we know these division games have playoff implications, and you just stack game after game. So does this mean that they are back? Not necessarily. Does it mean that they are getting their confidence back? For sure. I'm speaking from firsthand experience. When you win a division game, I don't care if you blow a team out by 40 or you win by four. It's a victory, and that goes a long way when it approaches the middle part of the season. So I definitely think they're, they're where they need to be right now. But I got, I, got to, I got to ask if we could bring up something, though, because um, I, saw, I saw a picture that really tickled my fancy. Hey, Shregs, man, what's my guy doing? My guy was at his first NFL game yesterday for his sixth birthday. All he wanted to see was Lamar Jackson in person. So as I'm out in Los Angeles, my wonderful wife Erica schleps to Baltimore, takes him to the Ravens game, and Mel was rocking his NFL slime time, baby. That's Nickelodeon, Nate. That's your show. He was rocking the sunglasses. Nate, thank you for the sunglasses. You sent them along. Mel's been rocking them ever since you sent them, dude. No doubt, man. Tell him I said what's up. Tell my nephew I said hi. No, I'll do it good. That's the man. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Nate. Love it. That's it. Mel Schrager had us on this Sunday. All right, time now for Good Morning Football Game Balls. We are reaching into the bag. We've got a ball I want to hand out. Highlight the best performances of the week. I'm going to stay with that highlight we just saw between the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Barrow <laughs> and that quarterback for the Bengals. Shout out to all of uh, our Eagles fans and the Philadelphia Phillies fans. They're, they're coming down the, the Joe polls Barrow, right now. exactly. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow, I really don't want to botch this because there's a lot of chatter about Dan Marino and Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Like, the real connection here is that in his first three seasons in the NFL, Dan Marino had four 400 plus yard passing games. Joe Burrow now has five, wow. uh, which passes Marino. He is the only player to do so. Joe Burrow, my goodness, have a day totally unfazed by, as Peter mentioned, everybody on the case of the Cincinnati Bengals, leaving them in the dust early this season. Joe Burrow, he can't stand up. Why can't he just get away from the sacks? He's just getting taken down left to right. What's going on with the Bengals? This is what's going on with the Bengals. Joe Burrow looked really good in a division that was ripe for the Bengals to take over. Peter? Yes. We talked so much about this Chiefs game, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it because a lot of the conversation this offseason was about who they added, and it was Juju, and it was, of course, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and then Sky Moore, the rookie. They've got all these new guys. And my game ball goes to a guy who's been there all along, has a Super Bowl ring, the whole deal. McCole Hardman gets my game ball. I thought Hardman was the X factor in yesterday's victory. Three touchdowns, two of them rushing. This is one of those, hey, I'm still here, guys. I've always been here, and I've been through the highs, the Super Bowl season, the lows, where he played awesome against the Bengals in that AFC Championship game, only to come up short. McCole Hardman was the guy. He had the hot hand. Everyone is looking for everyone else, and who's going to step up in Tyreek's absence? Hardman yesterday was like, guys, I'm still here. He had three touchdowns, two of them rushing. He is the first player since 1960 to do this, where he has two rushing touchdowns as a wide receiver and one receiving touchdown in a game. He's wondering, what about me? Here I am all along. McCall Hardman gets my game ball. Kyle, who you got? It's a crazy stat. I thought, you know, certainly Heinz Ward or somebody would have done it. No one's ever done it. Hmm. I saw something after the Panthers-Bucks game that made me so happy that I want to share with you guys. Hmm. Brian Burns of the Carolina Panthers gets my game ball, obviously for what they did to Tampa Bay, and he got a sack, and this was a guy who was being talked about as maybe he's going to get shipped out with McCaffrey. So this is the sack here, but more importantly, are you someone at home who has a ritual or a reward when you get through the work week at the end of the week? You have a, a cold beer or maybe you, you, know, you go for a bike ride or you do something with the kids. It's what gets you through the week. I certainly have it. 
After this game, Brian Burns is like, look, I just beat Brady. I got a sack. I got my ritual right here. Uh, I'm going to have some sipping, and I'm going to watch a movie. Brian Burns, great win. What are you going to do now? I don't know. I don't even know what you asked. But now that I got a sack with Tom and we got the dub, I think I'm going to have three glasses of Hennessy tonight and watch two movies. Friday and uh -huh. what else? Huh? Friday and what else? Rush Hour 2. I just, I, well, I ain't watch Friday tonight. I'm going to watch Rush Hour 2. We watch Bad Boys 2. And New Jack City. Oh, oh, you're yeah. throwing it back. Yeah, I'm going to do so, three. So three games. Okay. With, the, with the Hennessy? Yeah, I ain't got nothing three. three glasses tonight. Three glasses of Hennessy. Ain't nothing to lose straight. Best day. Best down two. Mm hmm. Be tipsy. I mean, I think that's my new favorite player He's in the, the NFL. Okay? If you, the box score of this. He's going to have three glasses of Hennessy. Yes. He's going to watch Rush Hour 2. He's yep. going to watch Bad Boys 2. two. And then he's like, you know, I'm going to watch New Jack City 2. New Jack City. Uh, you're going to watch three movies. Brian, I got a news for you. The three Hennessy is not going to get through three movies. This is going to have to be more. That is such a real, honest, genuine, relatable moment. Hard work, big day at work, movies and booze. I'm so into it. And then it. he kind of looks over his shoulder like, is anybody listening to me to go on on this like, tangent right now? It's like such, it was so pure. Incredible. So that's incredible. the Brian Burns Film Festival. Uh, Nino Brown, see ya. <laughs> Nino Brown. Uh, I love it, Brian. Incredible. I love it. I love it. Hey, Jason. Make sure he gets the VSOP of that Henny, and I hope he had a Great night. I'm going with the guy. People have tweeted us. Who's giving, who's giving Josh Jacobs some love? Give it to I'm him. giving him some love. He's getting my game ball. This guy had 143 rushing yards, three touchdowns, all three in the second half. He has been dominating three straight games with over 140 yards. We said it earlier. He was in that Hall of Fame game versus the Jacksonville Jaguars getting carries. He's in a contract year. He is on pace to get paid. And on top of that, all the guys in Raiders history, he is amongst the top number one in rush yards through the first 50 games. Okay. Look at the names on that wow. list. And he's only played in Bo. 49 of them. Marcus <laughs> Allen, Bo Jackson, Napoleon Kaufman. Yeah. So yeah. sneaky. Yes, Josh Jacobs has been yeah, getting it dude. done. A very underrated running back. Doesn't really get the love he deserves. Very talented defenders, defensive coordinators. They know how good this guy is. Josh Jacobs should also have some VSOP Hennessy. Is yes, that what you just said? Top of the line. Top of the line. Oh my goodness. You got the, the Henny, the pure White, the VSOP. I got you on the pure white. The privilege. Yeah, I've never felt more pure white than Peter that just iced me on the set it. before. Oh. He <laughs> the Hennessy VSOP. Yeah. I'm, having oh, unsweetened, I'm having an unsweetened iced tea. Yeah. Oh, God. While watching the Super Bowl from 10 years ago. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. All right, so the Chiefs make a huge statement win by beating up on a tough 49ers defense, and they did it soundly. 44-23, the final. A couple teams, though, had a big statement to win on Sunday. It's no longer surprising, as Peter said. Now they're just statement wins. Jason, who's yours? I'm going with the Washington Commanders. The last time we saw them, we saw Ron Rivera going off at the end of the game, defending Carson Wentz when he kind of started the stuff. So it was nice for them to move on and get this win over the Packers. Taylor Heineke, this guy just comes in, he produces, he makes plays. Didn't start well, was one of seven. We saw the pick six by Campbell. But McLaurin, after the game, said he plays with a free spirit and it has a lot to do with his journey and his career. He plays like it's the last game he's going to play, and the whole team feeds off his energy. He would finish 19 of 26 through two touchdowns. There was a beauty on the sideline to McLaurin to finish out the game. And Heineke, after the game, said he gets a $125,000 bonus whenever he plays 60% and they get a win. So he celebrates these wins the next day. So this morning he'll be in the training room. He orders himself a pair of new Jordans whenever they win with a color scheme that matches the opponent. That what? They this guy's next level. So Heineke, I love it. I'm a shoe guy myself. Go get you a fresh pair of J's of the green and the yellow and rock them to the facility. Wow. You earned it, my guy. Wow. That's cool. That's like his trophy that's that his he thing. takes from the battle. Get a little like, cheese slice stitched into it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. I, I, I'm way into that. That's cool. I wouldn't spend the whole segment on that. Uh, but we can't. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. If I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm very pleased right now. Very happy where we are. Uh, if you were to tell me that we're going to be 5-2 and two going into the bye and we just rolled the Niners, who everybody respects, and Mahomes hits 10 different receivers, I'm feeling good. I'll tell you what, I'm not feeling good if I am a fan of, I don't know, the Titans, Ravens, Bengals, Jets, and yes, Bills. They're heating up, guys. They're, they're getting it together. They're doing the chief things. I don't like sitting here seeing Juju become a real thing. I don't like seeing MBS wake up. I don't like Peter telling us about guys named Justin Watson catching touchdowns. I don't like seeing this. I want them to just go to sleep and have struggles and have no chemistry and no Jarek McKinnon and no ding, 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 ding. Mahomes looks really comfortable. He looks really happy. The Kelsey experience is still the Kelsey experience, but... Is there any doubt in this room, is there any doubt in this world that someone's going to have to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs in a really big game to get where they want to go? They're going to be there. You know they're going to be there. I know they're going to be there. And when they get there, they're going to have a lot of weapons that Holmes is very comfortable with. The Niners are a team that I, all of them, we always expect great things from them because of what they've accomplished. This was a blowout. It was in San Francisco on a day of celebration with McCaffrey, and the Chiefs went bink, and I will see them in two <laughs> weeks, and they're 5-2 and two right where they need to be. You know who got a couple wins now in a row and feeling a little good, and last night 
I, I went to sleep thinking like, oh, they're back is the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. I think we were ready to write the Cincinnati Bengals off after an early start where their quarterback couldn't be protected. And then they get this big win in New Orleans. And then last week, everyone's talking about the Falcons and how physical the Falcons are and how dominant the Falcons are. And the Bengals just open up up 21 to nothing in this game, throwing the ball all over the yard. And it's like Joe Burrow just had a field day, a field day against a beleaguered Falcons defensive backfield hitting his guy Chase, but look at those numbers. 34 of 42 for 41 and three tugs. I think he had 50 at the half. And he had 50 at the half. Chase is jogging on that play. Uh. It, Burrow making plays. Look, this, is, this has been said since week two that the Bills and the Chiefs are on a collision course, and it's going to be Allen and Mahomes, and they played an epic one last week. The third team in the conversation is the Bengals because guess what? The Bengals was the team that represented mm -hmm. the AFC in the Super Bowl last year. They bring everyone back. They seem to have their groove back. And for all of you who jumped off the Bengals bandwagon early, and there's a lot of us in the media who were hype Bengals preseason, hype Bengals all summer, and then they start off when it's like, okay, I'm going to shift my allegiance to another team and maybe talk about other teams. I don't think those Bengals fans want you. Like, we're good. Like, we had our faith in this team, and Joe Burrow has never wavered. Burrow threw for 41 against a Dean Pease defense. Mm. I'm here for it. Bengals, they might be back on track, and it might just not just be a two-horse race that. in that AFC. Peter, may I submit one application for surprising Give win on Sunday? Give it to me. And surprises are okay. Just Please do. The Carolina Panthers. Oh, yeah, that was Okay, crazy. because we really, really thought that this game was going to be the one that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fix their own the get stuff. Right the get-right game against Panthers. And the Panthers were like, hello, not today. 14 days ago, the Panthers let Matt Rule walk away. Four days ago, they let Christian McCaffrey go on to the San Francisco 49ers. All intents and purposes, this game should not have gone the way that it did, but wow. 21-3, to they beat up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They hold the Buccaneers and Tom Brady to his touchdownless? Are you serious? That running back room and Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard to run the way that they did in the game. They outrushed the Buccaneers 173-46. to P.J. Walker played quarterback for Matt Rule at Temple. Now he's in this situation where the guy that brought him there is not the head coach anymore, and he's got to go out there and play against Tom Brady and score and do well and, like, props to the Carolina Panthers. I don't – like, people definitely wrote you off. And, I mean, I think money-wise, they're writing themselves, like, into 2023 a little bit. But they're like, those guys wanted to enjoy yesterday, and they did. Yeah, yeah. Steve Wilkes said after. He said, P.J. Walker, like, he may be the guy there. It's going to be hard for them to put him on the bench. He wins. If Temple Owls. They're a game out of first place. Have you yeah. seen the NFC South standings? <laughs> Is there really a game out of first place? Bucks three and four. Falcons three and four. Panthers two and five. Saints two and five. So <laughs> that's the standings. Here's right the now. setup. If the Panthers win next week against the Falcons, yeah. they play the Falcons, and the Buccaneers lose to the Ravens, which is, is possible. easily possible, the Panthers would be tied for first place. That's and what they, we're and they would about. have the tiebreaker. <laughs> and they would Kyle's have the tiebreaker. Kyle's feeling good. Let's go. Kyle's feeling good. Save that clip. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Uh, well, let's get our latest from around the league from our own NFL Network. Insider now, Tom, Tom Pelissero. He was in Jack. Jacksonville yesterday, and he is back home giving us the news today. Uh, Tom, we saw a potentially major blow to the Chargers' secondary yesterday when J.C. Jackson went down. What is the update on the star cornerback? Well, Jamie, J.C. Jackson was carted off with his leg in an air cast during Sunday's loss to the Seahawks. Coach Brandon Staley said it is believed to be a significant injury for Jackson, which our Ian Rapport reported includes a dislocated kneecap. Now, when you have a dislocated kneecap, additional testing is required to determine what damage occurred 
as part of the dislocation. Those tests will occur today, but for a Chargers team that already has Joey Bosa on injured reserve with a significant groin injury, Rayshon Slater on injured reserve with a ruptured biceps tendon, another potentially huge loss here with J.C. Jackson, their highly paid free agent addition now suffering a significant injury and likely to miss quite a bit of time. Well, that's unfortunate, and Marquis Goodwin had that you know mm -hmm. play over him, and then you see J.C. down there, and it's just it's terrible. Uh, Tom, we got a Monday night football game tonight, Patriots and Bears, and like we've not talked about it all day. Like, who's playing quarterback, and what's the latest with Zappy and Mac? Peter, my understanding is Mac Jones is expected to play tonight against the Bears, his first game action since he suffered a pretty severe high ankle sprain back in Week Three. However, keep in mind, Mac still has not gone through a full practice since he suffered that injury almost a month ago. The Patriots are very game plan specific. At times they can approach things in an unorthodox way. So their exact quarterback plan in this game remains to be seen. Now the good news for the Patriots, of course, is they found a way to win a couple of games with their rookie third stringer Bailey Zappi in the lineup and still very much in the thick of the AFC playoff chase at 3-3, three and three, guys. I have an idea. Let's just say ask Bill Belichick when he gets to the stadium. I'm sure he'll just cough up that information immediately before kickoff, hours before. Tom Pelissero, thank you very much for that I information. That. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.